Create Podcast with me, Katrina Julia. This is all about helping you create a life and a business you love, hands-on with tips, tools, and technology. It's about the freedom, freedom of expression, of time, of location, of community, and ultimately, financial freedom. I understand the struggle. I've been there. I've walked through and continue to walk through. Walking from fear to faith, devaluing to purity, self-hate to love, corporate to calling, and bondage to freedom. So it's been quite a journey, as you can see. I'm walking right there with you on your own journey to create a life and business you love. So you will learn all the things about wellness, about media, about lifestyle and travel. You will learn how I'm creating it and how you can create it too. So who am I? I'm Katrina Julia. I'm a lifestyle entrepreneur, a creator, and a traveler. To the top. 10 Tulum, Mexico things to do. Whether you will be spending one day in Tulum, Mexico, a week, a month, or three months like I did, you will love the beach, the nature, and the bohemian vibes all around. When I glanced at pictures on Instagram of Ven a la Luz, Azulig, or Conlum, or learned via resources like Tripping with My BFF, I knew I wanted to stay in Tulum longer during my travel to seven continents. From the moment I arrived at my Mayan jungle cabana Airbnb, I was blown away with the peace and quiet in the jungle, as well as the limitless adventures to explore all around me like the best cenotes nearby. My top 10 Tulum, Mexico things to do include cenotes, beach, art museums, ruins, world's best gym, and foodie experiences. Tulum, Mexico surprised me in many ways during my three-month stay. Tulum went above and beyond my expectations with what I saw online with blogs and Instagram in some ways. I learned a lot about the history and growth of Tulum, Mexico, from a small village of less than 100 people in the 60s to a population of over 40,000 with millions of visitors from all around the globe in 2019. It's grown tremendously in every way with people, tourism, experiences, and sustainability. If you want to learn more, I share more on the history of Tulum, fun facts, and what I like and don't like. In my one day in Tulum, Mexico, itinerary to transform and travel in the episode right before this one, and it's also on the blog. And I have a video that's linked in the blog link in the show notes within this blog on what you want to know with travel and much, much more. For my visit to Tulum, Mexico, I stayed at a Mayan jungle cabana in the jungle via Airbnb. The peaceful stay in the middle of the jungle and the owner, Diana, are amazing in every way. And I also have a video, a podcast episode, and all about the cabana on the blog. Top 10 Tulum, Mexico things to do. You will find so many limitless things to do in Tulum. 
Originally, I envisioned hours on the beach. Like life sometimes, my plans with my time on the beach changed with the seaweed problem during my time in Tulum. This did open up possibilities for more time in nature outdoors with cenotes, visits to art museums, biking around Tulum, ruins, and foodie experiences to name a few. I loved visiting the world-famous Ven a la Luce by Daniel Hopper from South Africa, the Asulik Sefer Eek Art Museum, and the world's best gym, the Tulum Jungle Gym. Not to mention immersing myself literally in the best cenotes in Tulum and nearby, which you can also find on the blog and on the show. I'm sharing what I experienced and logistical things to consider in planning your visit. This is something I always keep in mind to help save time and money, whether you are taking colectivos or biking around Tulum. If you're in Tulum for a short stay, I would recommend renting a car over taking taxis. Keep in mind there are no Ubers here as of July 21st, 2021, and the taxis are quite a bit more expensive than other places in Mexico. I share even more on these tips and facts of things I don't like in the one day in Tulum guide to help you navigate because my bet is, is many of you are coming for a shorter stay. So that guide will help you even more get a feel for the logistics for a day versus if you're staying longer than, you know, a couple days or a week or two weeks or a month or even longer like I did, then um, this top 10 guide will help you even more. And who knows, you can always come back. So in putting this guide together, I considered how I would experience the place knowing what I know now and to make it easier, more efficient, and enjoyable. So number one might surprise you, bike around Tulum, Mexico. A great way to jumpstart your experience in Tulum is to bike around your first day towards an all-around South Beach. It's a great experience to have anywhere in the world, plus it helps you get and stay healthy in Tulum like a boss. Now, obviously, disclaimer, some of you, I get it, may not be able to bike, but if you are, or even if slightly challenging yourself, I would highly, highly recommend it. I recommend you plan biking to South Beach in Tulum on a weekday. On the weekend, South Beach may get really crowded with traffic, especially on Sundays. From the center of town to exploring South Beach, you will bike about three to seven kilometers or two to about five miles-ish one way. Not to mention, of course, you're stopping along the way, so it's pretty easily doable. On a weekend, you could think about biking from the Tulum Center to Cenote Cristal, Escondido, Conlum Lagoon, to name a few, depending on your fitness levels. My Mayan Jungle Cabana offered a bike with my stay. Whether you stay here or not, many places in Tulum include bike rentals. It's also easy to rent a bike near Ado or Ado bus, bus station in the center. With that in mind, I recommend starting from either my mini Tulum if you stay here and or from Tulum Center and going straight down the main road or a side parallel street, depending on traffic, to explore Tulum Pueblo and seeing what the neighborhood looks like. From there, you may bike to the main road that leads to North and South Beach. Along your route, you will see Tulum Center, Tulum Pueblo, and Tulum Beach. From the center of town to the road to the beach, Tulum is shaped like an L. Once you realize this, it's pretty easy to navigate. At least it's shaped like an L going towards the beach. So let me say that. From there, you may continue further on to South Beach to the right at the fork once you get there a couple miles down or head to North Beach to the Free Beach or Ruins to the left. 
If you head towards the beach from the center, you will cross Instagram-worthy spots like Eat at Leafs and Aloft Hotel and Attico Rooftop Hotel. When you first get to Tulum, using Eating at Leafs for your navigation will get you to the main bikeable path to take to North and South Beach. Not to mention it's absolutely a yummy and worthy and Instagram-worthy spot that I also share in the foodie section of this episode. If you head the opposite direction from the center of town, you may discover Holistica Tulum, Ajal Treehouse, Cenote Cristal and Escondido, Cenote Corazon, and Kamloom Lagoon all along your path. And all of those are within typically about three to five miles from my cabana. I shared these in the order you would see them biking from the center of town. However, if you're biking from my Mayan jungle cabana, Holistica, Ajal, and Cenote Cristal would be to the left of the cabana, heading towards Tulum. In comparison, Cenote Corazon and Canlum would be to the right of the cabana. These are other great itineraries for one day in Tulum, Mexico or more to consider. And I also have some shots and behind the scenes in the link in the show notes. It's important to point out that there's an additional road to go towards Playa del Carmen and Cancun, where you will find cenotes like Grand Cenote along your route, as well as Mystica Tulum Museums and Tulum Ruins, to name a few of the other definitely worthy spots. So whether you spend one day in Tulum, Mexico or longer, biking is a must, unless of course you have inabilities or physical disabilities as well. Number two, Kan Loom Lagoon. Kan Loom is one of the best cenotes in Tulum to visit. It's beautiful, unique, and photo-worthy places I have visited. The majority of the lagoon is less than three feet deep with beautiful green emerald water, swings, hammocks, and piers. It's great for a solo, group, and or family visit. It's easy to spend hours or a full day here. In the middle of the lagoon is a blue cenote over 50 meters deep. There are palapas on the shore to relax in, viewpoints, and a hut that sells coconuts and coco preparados with salsa, tahini seasoning, and lime, which I love. And in the blog, I also have behind-the-scenes shots and one of my YouTube videos. Number three, Ven a la Luz. Ven a la Luz and the artistic statue is one of those, did you even go to Tulum if you don't visit? The statue is permanently installed at the entrance of Ahau Hotel on South Beach. It is designed by the South African artist Daniel Hopper and his team. It is definitely a photo and Instagram worthy place towering over the middle of Tulum South Beach Hotel Zone in the middle of the beach and bohemian vibes. A great way to visit is to bike from the center and to go in the morning before the heat and the crowds. At the same time, in July of 2021, I visited in the middle of the day and waited maybe 10 minutes to take the picture and video to give you perspective. And I share a video with Instagram versus reality and some shots from Delect Tulum, my visit nearby. Number four, the world's best gym, the Tulum Jungle Gym. Once you get done getting your IG-worthy shots at Vanilla Luz, you will love visiting the world's best gym. Move over Fred and Wilma Flintstone. The Tulum Jungle Gym is in town and at the beach. In 2017, Alastair and Katie Davies, fitness professionals and entrepreneurs, cast a vision and made it a reality. 
Not only is this gym outdoors at South Beach, the majority of the equipment is made from wood, bamboo, and stone. Men's Health named this gym the world's best for great reason. When I visited in July, I didn't monkey around and my workout rocked. (laughs) Whether you are visiting for one day in Tulum or more, you will love it. Once you're done hanging out with Fred Flintstone and Donkey Kong, you will love stopping by Raw Love back at a Howe Hotel for a coffee, a smoothie, or a smoothie bowl. I love their chia pudding, and you can see some shots behind the scenes on the blog. Number five, the Tulum, Mexico beach visit. So you're probably curious why I didn't put it as number one. Well, you may decide to visit the beach at North Beach for free or the ruins. Well, I didn't get to yet experience the traditional Tulum Beach. I imagine this is a great option when it looks like some of the pictures that I shared from TripAdvisor when there's no seaweed. So the whole time I was here, it was covered in seaweed, typically at least three to 10 meters in, which is at least about nine feet to about 30 feet in from shore. So I didn't go in. I didn't swim. I did visit the beach a couple times to hear the sounds of the, of the ocean. So another reason for me to come back and visit Tulum. If you do decide to go to North Beach, you may want to stop first at Asolik Seferik on your way leaving South Beach. And I share more below. If you rather stay along South Beach, a great option is to stop at Hotel Dilek. It's calm and relaxing. While you're biking back, you'll see Hotel Dilek on your right with great views, food, and Wi-Fi. I did stop here for co-working tacos and doing a beachside workout once. Number six, speaking of. Visit Asalik in Tulum, South Beach, and we're in the Mayan jungle. As you continue exploring South Beach's bohemian vibes in Tulum, a great stop is Asalik in Tulum Beach. They aim to reconnect people and tribes with themselves, one another, and the environment. You may experience Asalik at either Tulum or Umay, at Francisco Umay on the way to Coba, with a visit surrounding art, food, healing, and or a stay. In July, I visited Seferik at Tulum Beach, and I believe the $10 US dollar fee for the museum at this point is well worth it. And I have incredible images and the video in the link in the show notes. Number seven, Coba Ruins near Tulum, Mexico. While many rave about Tulum Ruins, I opted for going to the Coba Ruins first because it is off the beaten path close to beautiful cenotes and has the tallest pyramid in the Yucatan. Part of that decision was impacted by the seaweed at the beach at Tulum Ruins. It's easy to visit about 30 minutes from Tulum and is a great half day or day trip near Tulum. It's easy to navigate for less than $15 by taking a bus or colectivo for Tulum. And that $15, you guys, includes round-trip transportation, includes the Tulum Ruins, I'm sorry, the Coba Ruins fee, and visiting one cenote and renting a bike. And there's a video and behind the scenes in the link in the blog. Number eight, Chuha Cenote. If you didn't know, there are over 6,000 cenotes or sinkholes where you will find either enclosed cenotes, partially closed and open and fully open in the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. 
While you'll find many people raving on Instagram about the best cenotes in Tulum, and definitely check that out on my blog and on my show, that episode, if you haven't yet, I found the cenotes near Coba to be some of my favorites so far. Chuha Cenote and the two other cenotes nearby Coba are less known, spectacular, and bonus, less expensive. Three great reasons to have them in your top 10 things to do in Tulum, Mexico. And you climb down into basically a cavern in a cave, which is super cool. Number nine, you may have guessed that this was coming because I was mentioning uh, day trips, is day trips near Tulum, Mexico. In addition to Coba Ruins and Cenote, there are numerous options for day trips near Tulum that you will love. While I have visited Mexico over five times, I keep finding reasons to keep coming back. Anyone else? You may decide to visit these beautiful places for day trips or your next destination in Mexico. Holbush Island. Holbush, spelled Holbox, but pronounced Holbush, is incredibly beautiful. It is a dream come true. My last time in Mexico in 2019, before this trip, I visited Holbox on a hosted Airbnb adventure as a community leader. Even if you have a little bit of time, this is high on my list of worthy day trips in Mexico. You can check out my one-day guide to Holbox. You can check out my videos as well. Valladolid. Valladolid is a beautiful colonial town that is walkable, has nearby cenotes, and one of the seven wonders of the world close by. On my last visit, I spent one night and a day or a day and a half in Valladolid, and I'm going back soon for longer to Valladolid to experience the city, nearby cenotes, and Chichen Itza. Pink Lakes. The Pink Lakes are unlike any place you will ever visit. It is important to know that when you visit, that is your main attraction, making it easy to visit Pink Lakes in Mexico for one day. It is a fishing village and a working salt factory. Isla Mujeres. I visited Isla Mujeres in 2019 and loved it. The island is small, walkable in many parts, and Playa Norte is amazing. I highly recommend adding Isla Mujeres for a day trip or even longer too. And in my video, in the link, you'll find one of the the walking tour and behind the scenes as well. Cancun. I visited Cancun for the first time in 2001. When I recently visited in 2019, it has changed a ton. Depending on what you love, you may love my one day in Cancun guide. Playa del Carmen. I love to visit Playa del Carmen for the day to see the church, Fundadores Monument, walk Fifth Avenue, and listen to the ocean. From Tulum, it's easy to take a colectivo all day for 50 pesos or an ADO or ADO bus for about 100 pesos as of July 2021. As I explore more places in Mexico in 2021, I will share more ideas for day trips near Tulum, like coming up will be Cozumel and Bacalar as well. I visited Cozumel again for the first time in 20 years, and then I'm visiting Bacalar coming up, actually leaving tomorrow. 10 foodie favorites in Tulum, Mexico. Last but definitely not least, on the top 10 is foodie favorites. The food does not disappoint in Tulum. So in the pictures, in the blog, in the link in the show notes, from left to right, I share taco stands, 
Rincon Champaneco, Burrito Amor, Street Food, Hotel Cobb Tulum, Cocon Amor, Eat at Leafs, Raw Love, Macha Mama, and more. Taco stands. Tulum offers countless taco stand options. I found them to be sanitary and include sanitizer for the most part. Some of my favorites include taco stands near the Adeo bus station and near the grocery store Chadrawi across the street. You will find countless vegan, vegetarian, and meat options, and prices typically range about 12 to 30 pesos for a taco. El Rincón Champianeco. This is one of my favorites. Diana, my host, told me about it. The food is amazing, the juice is incredible, and the prices out of this world in a great way. My favorite juices are the green juices and specialty juices Nuva. For a liter of juice, guys, you can get it for like $1 to $2-ish or slightly over $2. Fresh. They're located close by to the Adeo Tulum Center bus station across the street and past the DHL at the corner if you turn left. For about $5, you may get a full plate and a liter of juice. Amazing. I've eaten the ceviche here. I've eaten tacos here. I've had pancakes here. I've had a traditional Mexican breakfast a couple times. Burrito Amor. It is in Tulum near the center. I read about it on TripAdvisor and loved my vegetarian burrito and green juice. They are near the center of town going towards Sinata Cristal and Escondido. You can easily find them on Google Maps or Waze, and the average price will be about $10 for a burrito and a juice. Street food. I love coconuts, fruit cups, and coco preparado at food stands with coconut sliced with salsa, tahini, and lime. I found this easy to get at Conlum Lagoon and Playa del Carmen. The price for a fresh coconut to drink, later sliced to eat with toppings, typically about 50, 60 pesos, about $3. Hotel Cobb Tulum. I discovered this amazing place by accident, not by accident, biking around Tulum Center near the Chadrawi grocery store. You may enter them in Google Maps or Waze. They have a beautiful outdoor space, pool, and great Wi-Fi. It's a great place to unplug and or co-work, and I'm going to visit them today as well. The average price for ceviche and a coffee is about $10 to $12. Coco Namor. I found this place on Google researching outdoor and co-working spots. The ambiance and outdoor place is super chill. The food is incredible. The Wi-Fi is also great. And I visited countless times getting everything from the traditional breakfast to tofu bowls to quinoa porridge and more. The average price is also about 10 to 12 US dollars for a meal and juice and coffee. And um, I actually went yesterday again. Eat at Leafs. I found out about Eat at Leafs, which means Eat at Love. Leafs means love in Dutch. Via Instagram, via at that blonde bikini girl. During my three-month stay in Tulum, I have visited here over three times. I've enjoyed their mushroom, all-veggie burger, breakfast tacos, and yummy iced coffee, you guys, with cinnamon and caramel. It's delicious. The average price is about $10 to $15 for a meal and or juice and coffee. Raw love. I also found out about raw love via numerous people on IG, like at Tour de Lust, uh, Christine, and at Christina Galbato. I loved my chai and chia pudding, or actually I loved my chai drink and chia pudding when I visited. The average price is also about $10 to $15 for a smoothie slash pudding slash bowl and coffee and our tea. Matcha Mama. 
I found out about Macho Mama via numerous people on IG, like Tour de Lust and Christina as well, and I spent about five U.S. dollars for a coconut and turmeric juice in July. Anyone hungry yet? <laughs> so the top 10 things to do Tulum, Mexico. As you can see, there's limitless options to do from biking to the beach, cenotes, art museums, day trips, the world's best gym, Instagrammable spots, foodie experiences, and so much more. So what activity interests you to do for your top 10 Tulum, Mexico things to do? Traveling soon, you'll love not only my one-day guide, but also if you're a creator, creating content when you travel, and my 75 plus tools and resources to create a life and business you love. If you leave a review on the show, I'll shout you out. If you end up experiencing any of this or you learn something, share it on IG, tag me at Katrina Julia Fit, at Limitless Global Girl, at Fit Life Creation. And if you leave a review on the show, I will shout you out as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, create, transform, and inspire. You are born to. chats on faith, wellness, money, marketing, business, and travel so you create a life and business already. Head on over to the blog, the podcast, and the freebies to jumpstart your transformation. If you're ready to dive into the online courses, the live events, or the retreat. And if you want to create with our community on an even deeper level, definitely check out our internships, our influencer collaborations, management, and brand engagement. Let's create it.